I'm Carrie Brett, and you're listening to Shot at Love. Isn't it time you took a shot at love? Took a shot on yourself? Believe you were worthy of true love? Is there a more effective way to date? Can you find love? Hell yeah. And I'm going to show you how it's done. I'm Carrie Brett, and this is Shot at Love. Today, I've invited psychic healer Jill Jardine, the Cosmic Queen, to help ground my listeners during this current crisis. For me, Jill has always been someone who I've called when fear has gone through the roof and I don't know which way to turn. Jill has a way of making sure you do not lose hope because of her abilities and knowledge of astrology. Thank you for being here, Jill. Jill's episode was so popular through my network of listeners that she's decided to launch her own podcast called The Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. In the meantime, I thought I would have her back as a guest because I feel that she has the information that will benefit some of my listeners who are struggling and suffering through this national emergency. Welcome, Jill. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you for inviting me back on Shot at Love. I'm happy to be here. All right, so let's get started. What do you have to tell us about what's happening around this pandemic and how people are reacting? What seems to be the most helpful ideas that you have to keep us strong and balanced during this difficult time? Well, I'd be delighted to share. I just want to give a little backstory about the astrology of what's happening right now. As astrologers, back in late 2019, we were looking into February and March of 2020, and we were seeing that there was going to be some challenging aspects. And some of us thought it would be similar to a 911 because there was a revisitation of certain astrological placements that were there in during 911. So we were all watching, thinking maybe it was going to be something like biological terrorism or some kind of terrorism. I intuited there would be grounding of planes. Um, and so then here it is. And it's much different than what we all were seeing and projecting astro- with astrology, but we knew something was coming. So that being said, we can see something coming. We can also see the duration of it. And this is the good news for your listeners. This too will pass, as we say in astrology, specifically with the planet Saturn when it is involved. So what does that mean for us in practical terms? Well, astrologically, the most intense aspects are happening from March 17th, 2020, through the end of the month of March. This is due to some tight aspects astrologically, which has brought this all forth. That being said, as we get into April and May, some of these astrological signatures that has brought this on will loosen up and we will be in a a different place. We may be out of the fear and the crisis orientation and in more of the cleanup act part of this process. That would be great. I know a lot of my listeners feel that their love life is doomed because of this national emergency, but we know that viruses are contagious, just like fear or panic, but love and compassion are just as contagious. What's the feedback that you've heard from single people? Well, 
there is that level of frustration of being sequestered home alone and not able to go on their Tinder dates. However, this is forcing people to connect within, look at themselves, love themselves more, connect with those that they are connecting with, whether it be on the phone or through texting or social media, in more authentic ways. I'm seeing people sharing gifts with others and coming from a place of love and unity. And this will certainly translate into personal dating and online online interaction with apps for dating such as tinder it is making people more authentic to themselves so they're going to be more authentic and real with others so true love can bloom right well i thought that was an excellent story that you told me about a friend of yours who you know she's like you said i would find love in the spring which a lot of people want to find love in the spring that they're the weather's good they're out and about and she's like now what is it not going to happen for me in the spring? And you were like, hey, it, this guy, as soon as we're allowed back outside and back into society again, this guy could just appear. And I like that thinking because I think, why not? Like, you know, put down that fork and start doing a workout video. Get prepared. Get prepared for that to happen that quickly. I like that philosophy. Yes, Uh the metaphor is such that let's say you're driving and you hit a detour. You didn't expect the detour just as people didn't expect to be grounded in their homes, but you go, you keep going, you follow the route, and then you do arrive at your destination. And people are going to arrive at their destination of love and connection on the other side of this. And as you're taking the detour, enjoy the scenery. The scenery is self-discovery. It's loving thyself and preparing, preparing and anticipating for the meeting of that new mate. Okay, that sounds good. I, I definitely like that. It's some action that we can take at home right now. Well, you know, when we're trying to manifest using manifestation techniques from ancient traditions or from spiritual techniques, we act as if. So we create the reality already in our expectation that it has already happened. And so some of your listeners, women who might be home waiting for that man to show up or men waiting for the woman, act as if you are already feeling the happiness of having this delightful new mate in your life. Meaning, try to find the emotions that you would feel if you were dating this person and in this blooming new relationship. You would be happy, you would be preparing yourself physically and emotionally. You might be putting clean sheets on your bed. So act as it. I did that. Um, I definitely did that where I would pull into my driveway with my car. This was a long time ago when I first got divorced. I would take action to say to the universe, this is happening and this is happening now. So I would, I have a one person driveway, but if I pull all the way down, a car can pull in behind me. So I would pull my car all the way down, almost into my backyard, and then I'd walk those extra steps into my house, and I cleared out half of my closet so that there was room for that person who was coming in. Those are the things that I actually did, 
but it, it works. Well, that's excellent feng shui, as we would say, and that is indicated in feng shui for women trying to bring in a man, clear out part of your closet so he can put his clothes in there. Get part of your house very clean and clear so that you can relax there with the partner and not worry about a messy living room or a messy place. Right. So when you, when that person comes in so quick, you don't have to worry. The house is already Marie Kondo. You know, you already have everything in order and then you just have to take a shower and go out and meet that person and you'll be ready to go. Right. Come on back. My wine closet is stacked and uh, we can also have a margarita if you prefer. By the way, snacks are a plenty and here are the cheese and crackers. So put down the snacks. <laughs> well, save them for entertaining that special someone. Maybe have that in your refrigerator, but you have to wait until your man comes so that you can entertain him. But now we're going to break for my Tinder tips. But when we come back, we're going to talk more about astrology and dating. And now for this week's Tinder tips. Number one, remind yourself that you have survived every single thing you thought you wouldn't. Number two, a toxic ex could use this health emergency to reach out to you. Do not respond. Texting back an ex won't make you feel less lonely. Number three, don't compare yourself to other people's quarantine experiences. You don't know what people's struggles are, and this isn't a time for judgment or making up scenarios. This is a time for compassion. Do your best to live your best life during this trying time. Number four, Focus on the relationships you have built while dating online rather than the ones that didn't work out. Don't waste a minute of time on regret. Number five, keep a healthy distance from people who don't treat you right. Only invest in people who invest in you. So I think it's easy to feel lost and confused when you're dealing with these new challenges and this new reality. How do you trust that at the end, things will always work out for your higher good? Well, this comes from just having trust. Trusting in yourself, trusting in the universe or a higher power or a spiritual power that everything leads us to a place where life always gets better. If you look at it, we have ups and downs in life, but generally we're always being guided to a better place. We just have to listen and look at the signs and the signposts on the way. And this is a big time to look at our lives, reevaluate. We're forced to go within and look at the big picture and how we may make changes. How does one embrace this time of uncertainty while staying optimistic about what the future holds? Well, first of all, again, it's through our inner GPS system of going within, maybe doing practices such as meditation, prayer, mantra, and just listening to all of this great content people are sharing 
on the social media with the music and the yoga and the other gifts and having the trust and faith that this too will pass. Um, Stay away from the media. There is a lot of sensationalism as well out there. And if people are predisposed to fear and anxiety, this is just the nudge they need to go deeper. So I would stay, keep your own counsel, keep the counsel of those you trust and love who are hopeful and uplifting and stay away from the Debbie Downers, whether they be on the TV, news, or through social media or otherwise. And I think it's important to stay that positive winner, even though times are really challenging. I, I notice myself with my relationship, my boyfriend is watching funny movies so that he's not panicking at the grocery store. And if I was texting him and we weren't dating, because I have been watching probably too much news, I would probably appear to be a little negative. And guys don't like negative people. You know, they want people who look at the sunny side of things. Right. I mean, we it is seem like dire situations if you watch the media, but we have to look at the silver lining. Why is this happening? I believe this is happening because our structures need to change. And this is a way that it can happen uh, in a way where everybody can see where it needs to change. We can see collectively what we need to do for everyone, and we can look at what we need to do personally for ourselves. So take this opportunity. You get to sleep in late, maybe, and you were probably sleep-deprived before this. So try and focus on the silver lining while you find yourself cloistered at home for these weeks. You have the chance to sleep in, become more creative, and maybe even discover a new skill that you can employ and realize that maybe you don't want to go back to that day-to-day grind job of data entry, that you realize that you're a really good content copywriter. You've been asked to write for some of your friends' websites, and you realize you have a knack of it, and you could actually create a job doing that. So a lot of realizations are going to come to people where that they can use their skill set in a different way. And yes, they can make money from it. I like that. I like that focus on the silver lining. I think people are going to become more conscious about who they are choosing. Everything is not going to be at this fast pace any longer. 2020 has gotten off to a rocky start, but it is a time for learning. These are the kind of times where everything has just gone haywire. So we take the time, we reevaluate how we're living financially. Do we need to take a second look at our love life or who we are dating? I mean, I think those are all things we'll be looking at. Yes. uh, With all those planets in Capricorn, it certainly is a time of restructuring. So we're seeing how we need to restructure the bigger picture situations such as the healthcare situation and other things that concern everybody. But personally, we may look at how we want to restructure our life, how we spend our time, how we want to be viewed by others, how we want to present on a date. Maybe we have to let go of our old scripts and reinvent ourselves. I think that's great. So I want to change the focus and I want to talk about learning about your birth chart. What's the most important part of the chart? 
And knowing these differences so that you have a, a great start or a great jump start on a relationship. Okay, so the key items when people are looking at their birth chart in astrology is the sun sign, which everybody knows from mainstream astrology that's based on the day you're born. For instance, you're an Aquarius, a Leo. The second piece, especially important about dating, is the moon sign. That's how we connect emotionally with another. And so for a relationship that's going to work, we want to have compatible moon signs. The other third piece that everybody tends to find out about themselves in their birth chart is the rising sign or the ascendant, which is how you present to others, how you might present on a date. It is your mask that you wear. And so I would urge people to try to come from all three of these places, your sun sign, your vitality, your life force, your light, but also be available with the emotional body, your moon sign. Be authentic and be able to be open to connect emotionally with someone. And then, you know, appearances do count in our world. So show up with a really nice appearance or rising sign. Show up and be impressive. Okay. So would you say that men fall in love with the moon sign? Is that true? Um, well, you know, as some advisors in the dating scene, such as you, know that men really do want emotional connection, just like women. There's a myth that they just want to connect in physically, sexually. They really do want emotional connection as well. And that's where the moon sign is important. The moon is ruled by the sign cancer. So it's really people's soft underbelly the way that you really want to forge true relationship. So would you say that the rising sign is the ego? Yes, it would come across as how we present the ego. Some believe, too, the sun sign is, is our egoic self. But I believe the sun sign is our soul, our soul trying to shine through. And in that respect, we could say the rising sign is how the ego protects us. We want to present a certain way so that we are accepted, liked, loved, or we are able to fit into a situation. Okay. So I think the birth chart is a great way to educate yourself about yourself too, right? Like looking at... Absolutely. I always say, I've said this for years as an astrologer, that the best self-help tool is to know your birth chart. And everybody, when they begin to learn astrology, what do they do? They study their own birth chart first, and then they are able to look at other charts. So I think it's one of the best self-help tools around. And Carl Jung, famous psychologist of the 20th century, agrees with me. For my listeners around the world, exciting news. We are getting set to launch Jill's new podcast, Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. Jill, can you share with the listeners a little bit about what we can expect? Thank you, Carrie. Yes, I'm very excited to introduce Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine, a podcast that's going to bring you astrological insights, psychic hits on current and upcoming events, and leading you into a deeper state of self-awareness through guided meditations. I also will be interviewing 
guests who are leaders in the consciousness shifting movement, healers, yogis, mystics, who will share their insights and inspiring information. That sounds amazing. I can't wait. And I'm sure my listeners are going to love it. I'm sure they will too. And they'll be able to feel very uplifted between listening to A Shot at Love and getting all that insight into the dating world and their dating life. And then they are going to work on themselves with the information they'll get from Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. That sounds so great. Win-win. Totally. So there is hope and new things to look forward to and better days on the horizon. But for now, I want to thank you for being a guest on my show. Always fun, Carrie. My pleasure. Thanks so much. Namaste. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Shot at Love with Carrie Brett.